eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, don't go anywhere. Coming up in just less than 15 minutes will be Jason Kelsey, one of the key players in Mm. Saturday night's game, a winner, a champion, a leader. And I want to run this by, uh, before we get him on, uh, Marcus, I want to talk a little bit about the matchup between him and uh, and Dexter Lawrence Mm -hmm. because there's a couple things here. Somebody did, Al, they did this on the internet. Remember in the old boxing matches, the tail of the tape? They did a tail of the tape with Lawrence and Kelsey. And uh, Lawrence is, well, why don't I let Brian Baldwin describe uh, the havoc he caused in the game against the Vikings. Here's uh, uh, Baldy on Dexter Lawrence. So the best defensive player I saw in Super Wildcard Weekend was Dexter Lawrence. You know, I have a pretty good game plan for that guy inside because he was unstoppable on Saturday. All right, here's the thing. Uh, the guy who has to stop him is Jason Kelsey. And they're both, oh, they're both pro bowlers. They're both playing at a very high level. Yep. However, Marcus, mm-hmm. Lawrence is 25. Kelsey is 35. Lawrence is 342 pounds. <laughs> Kelsey, 295. Kelsey, I don't think, Rhea, you had a number you gave me the last couple of weeks. He is not allowed to sack the whole no, year. Yeah. But I'll, this I'll guy up. is tough. Marcus, what do you think of that matchup going in Saturday night? I think Jason Kelsey is uh two and one against Aaron Donald. Wow. Oh. That's a good that's a good I reference mean, point. It, and and again, it, yeah. it's very, very difficult to match up, quote unquote. Like yep. we used to see Runyon and Strahan match up. The center doesn't really match up with anybody. Yeah. The center helps the guard or the guard helps the center. It'll be fascinating to see how they use Dexter Lawrence because what you saw against Minnesota was him just mauling guys and getting back to the quarterback. Yeah. The two guards on either side of Jason Kelsey are Pro Bowl caliber guards. Okay. So it's not Dexter Lawrence making a big deal out of this, but something has to be made a big deal out of, and he had a spectacular game. So 
I don't think that's going to be the matchup that matters most. I'm not sure what it is, but I can see them neutralizing Dexter Lawrence if they if they do it properly. Now, I'm going to do something weird here, Al, when Kelsey comes on. Right. I'm going to play for him. But somehow, Dexter Lawrence got mic'd up for the game against Minnesota. Okay. And he is also a trash talker. Yeah. And he was talking trash without swearing, which I thought was impressive. Well, if you're mic'd up, yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah, well, you know you're mic'd up. You clean it up. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. I want to hear this because I, I don't you think Kelsey returns fire? He's oh, a very yeah. good talker. Yeah. So when, when Lawrence is talking crap to him, is he talking it back? What is the, I, w- I would like to hear some of that. And I want to know if Kelsey will return fire when this guy tells him, you're not blocking me, you're hugging me. Mm, it depends, I guess, who's winning the battle. All right. Well, we're going to play that for Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would do it. Huh? <laughs> kind of depends how it starts. But yeah. anyway, I'm going to play it for Kelsey and see what he has to say in just a couple <laughs> of minutes. Mike is up from Douglasville. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm uh, nervous, Mike. What about you? Um, I'm trying to have this extreme confidence that everybody keeps alluding to, but I, I, I don't know. These coordinators scare the hell out of me. And to be honest with you, I've ridiculed these guys all year long, and all they've done is continue to win. So I'm not going to stop now. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you're Mike. That's exactly where I am. I don't trust them. A, a lot of what they do is not logical. I mean, if we had somebody on defense like we do on offense, like Jalen Hurts is able to cover up for the mistakes that we believe – uh, Shane Steichen might be making. If we had somebody on defense that could cover up the mistakes or the issues that we see on defense, I, I would feel a lot better about it. But, I mean, the question of the this entire week, it seems like, has been, do we trust the coordinators? Are they good enough? Whatever it may be. And it's brought almost every show, it seems like. Yeah. Um, and I, I've side with Rhea a lot on this, that the word that I can come up with is, uh, I, you know, you don't trust them, you don't feel comfortable with it. And a lot of people have been wondering why. And the only thing I can come up with is when you're sitting there and obviously, you know, you, you, you're giving up the big play when your goal is to prevent the big play. It doesn't make sense to me. But when you're sitting there and you're in a second and five or less, a third and five or less, or fourth and five or less, it, you know, they only got five yards to go. But you're seeing your defensive backs 10 yards off the ball or you're seeing your exactly. linebackers or yes. leaving the middle of the field wide open and letting guys just run into them instead of actually attacking, that's where that uncomfortableness comes from. That's where that distrust comes from. That's and exactly what it is. It's like there's no stat that shows you that. Rhea, you know what I wish I could put what? out, Rhea? What? The text we share during <laughs> the games. Because, yeah, they end up winning the game. Yeah. But if you look back it's over the text, frustration. it's frustration yeah. over how much they're giving the, deep, the offense. And on the other side of the ball, it's how little they're running it. You could definitely put that out. Screenshots. Yeah. yeah, no, but a lot of it is profane. That's why we want to see it. No, but don't you understand? That's not Rhea's image. Rhea's image is very clean and very, very about, nice and we don't sweet. Care. You can blot, you can blot hers out. <laughs> I just want to see yours. It's very, Mike, it's not a stat. It's a feeling. And Absolutely. I don't want to feel it Saturday night. I want aggression on defense, and I want logic on offense. Run the freaking ball. Absolutely. And, and- it's not even so much as, you know, I want to see 35 runs to seven pass plays. Right. I, I want to see it actually evened out. I want to see, you know, on first and 10, yep. there is little to no reason to not run the ball. Now, obviously, if you got, you know, eight, nine guys in a box, 
yeah, you might want to consider throwing a screen or something or a, a slant. Yep. But when you're sitting there, you got four down linemen, your linebacker, you got the linebacker spread out, the corners are out wide. Why not run the ball on first down? I think second and eight, second and six is going to be a whole lot easier than second and ten. I'm with you, Mike. Mike, give me a great contributor, 33 years, uh, to the WIP Morning Show. Who you got? So I, need, I need a little bit of clarification before I name my guy because yep. I have two of them. You, somebody, the first person took my guy that I was going to say, and Ray Diddy. Um, but you kind of poo-pooed that one because he's still on the air. He's still right? there. It's not. He's not leaving, so I'm not going to give him one of the five spots. Okay, well then I'm going to go with somebody who's no longer on the air and go with Billy King. Billy King is oh, a good wow. one. wow. That's Billy a good one King. for the Novacare tickets. Billy King is a tremendous contributor. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. He, in two different roles out. He yep. was the president of the team, and then he uh, he came back oh. and was a co-host for a while until he could get gainfully employed. And Al, as much as we pay <laughs> Very him, good. And it's the same yeah. level that we're paying Marcus, Marcus Hayes. Yep. He was still able to walk away. Marcus, I don't see that happen with you because, come on. I can't. I got to put kid through college. He's got to get – wow, is this getting him through college? Where are they going? <laughs> Community college? <laughs> 215. 592-9495. I got to go to break earlier because when we return, we'll be talking to Jason Kelsey, and I will play for him the uh, Dexter Lawrence trash talk to want to know if Jason's going to engage. This is the big one, guys. This is the playoffs. 215-592-9494, WIP Sports Types. All right, welcome back, everybody. Jason Kelsey will be checking mm-hmm. in with us in a second here, and I just we got some stats on the season, Alan. He right. had his stats for the year because it's so there's a good reason why he's an all-pro, why he is the best center in football. Mm-hmm. Zero sacks allowed in 17 games. Wow. He doesn't miss a snap. Mm-hmm. He's always there. Zero quarterback hits allowed wow. in 17 games. Nine pressures in 17 games. That is how great is that, Marcus? Is that great performance from your center? And not only is it great performance from you, but think about where Jalen Hurts was last year yeah. and where he is this year and how functional this offense was in its second year with a new coaching staff, but with Jason Kelsey. Yeah. The, the, his value, he uh, might be the most valuable player on the team, a team that has a most valuable can- player candidate and a defensive player of the year candidate on in Hassan Reddick. And what about leadership? I mean, that's a, isn't this when that really factors in? Here, here's one thing that goes unappreciated about leadership. There have been several times in the last two years where things could have gone sideways with this Nick Sirianni staff. Every single time Jason Kelsey was the face and the voice of patience and reason and opportunities and give this guy a chance. There would be no Nick Sirianni, Shane Steichen union successful union without Jason Kelsey's endorsement. Well, it's great to have leaders like this in big games. Ladies and gentlemen, our all-time favorite Eagle, mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey, is on a lot right now. Hi, Jason. Angel, how we doing? Well, we're nervous, Jason. Are you nervous? You're nervous? What are you nervous about? I want you to win. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not well, hard. I, I just... I'm, so you, do I. All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I'm, I'm being told, Jason. I'm not so sure. So uh, the coach, a lot of the players are going, Les, it, it, it is a big game, but same process, same feeling, same approach. But it's not really the same, is it? No, it's not going to be the same. All right, tell us I how it's different. It's the same. Yeah, so. 
obviously the emotions are going to be higher. The circumstances are different. The energy is going to be higher. The atmosphere and the link is going to be different. Um, and you saw that in the playoff games this week. Uh, you saw it um, in the teams that won, and you saw it in the at the stadiums. You know, the, the playoffs are different um, atmosphere-wise, but uh, the, the teams that can really struggle are the guys that don't. Um, that you don't want these circumstances to all of a sudden make you um, uncharacteristic or uh, make mistakes that don't normally happen. Um, bottom line is we win games when we don't turn the ball over. Uh, you know, we win games when we don't make mistakes. We have a great roster. We have great players, great coaches. And um, if we take care of all that stuff, uh, you know, we can beat anybody. We probably will beat anybody. So I think in our minds, you know, doing your job, staying in the moment, um, having energy and aggression and, and, and all that's going to happen naturally with the, with the circumstances as they are. Um, but you don't want those circumstances to then all of a sudden make you do something that you wouldn't normally do, which, uh, which then would obviously not be good. So, you know, I think that we're, we're preaching the right thing. Uh, and uh, this is kind of how we've done it before and it's worked. So, um, all right, well, let me let me just ask you as a leader. You've seen pretty much everything. You've won a Super Bowl. Do you take a different leadership role on in the week of the playoffs? Do you talk to your teammates? What is different about the way you approach it, knowing that the season's on the line? You know, I, I kind of share what I just shared with okay. you, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, and then, you know, as with anything, you, you just overstate communication. You, you, you try to make everyone comfortable uh, for guys that haven't been there before. But um, I don't know, man. I really don't think you should go try and be somebody that you're not or you haven't been. Now isn't the time to experiment and try and be something else. You know, I think that is, that's probably a, uh, a very risky maneuver. You can go two ways. You can either keep doing what you're doing, which has worked really well with the number one team in the NFC, um, <laughs> or you can try and all of a sudden switch up your entire approach, which might, I mean, granted, it could go better, uh, but it could always go the opposite way. So um, I'm going to keep doing what I know has worked. That makes sense to all of us. Now, here's what I want. <laughs> in the game itself, Jason, when the ball is snapped, does it feel yes. different? Is there... Is the tempo different in a playoff game? What is it like in the game itself? Well, you know, you're playing good teams. You know, you're you're not you're going to play the best teams in the world in the playoffs, especially if you get a first round by. You're into the second round. Now you're looking at the last. The best eight teams, pretty much in the NFL, are all left. So you know, I think. That itself, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game, no matter who you're playing. Um, and then, obviously, the circumstances are a little bit different. Uh, you, you know, there's a little bit more rest that's happened, right? You know, all these teams, a lot of these teams rested in week, uh, well, week 18 or whatever, their 17th game, last game of the year. A lot of these teams yep. took off, like the Giants. So, uh, you know, we had a bye week. Uh, the Chiefs had a bye week. So, a lot of these teams' legs are fresher right now than they've been uh, towards the end of the season. Um, and everybody knows, you know, it's it, it's one and done at this point. So, you know, you're, you're getting the energy. Everything is, happens a little bit quicker. The, 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 the hits happen a little bit faster. But, you know, I, 
you know, you don't focus on that, but that's just kind of the, the reality of it. You know, people are more aggressive. You know, I did. I that is one thing I did see. If you look at all the games last week, it seems like the teams that were more aggressive um, and took chances and, and played to win the game were the majority of the teams that came out on top. Great. All right, all right Jason, uh, you're going to be facing the, maybe the biggest matchup is you and the guards, you and Sayamalu and Dickinson against uh, the uh, Dexter Lawrence. All right. Uh, you did not face him this year. He did not play in either of the two games you guys play. What's he like, though? You faced him before. How good is he? He's 10 years younger than you. <laughs> well, Dexter did play the first game. We, we, oh, he did? Uh, Leonard Williams. Oh, yeah, okay. Leonard Williams hasn't played in either of them, which right. he's a great player who probably doesn't get enough attention. But um, right. Dexter's a great player. Uh, he's the best nose guard in the NFL this year, in my opinion. Uh, he's a very large man. Um, he's a very strong person. He's athletic. He's a smart um, Pretty much everything you don't want an opponent, this guy has. So, um, you know, he's going to be a fun matchup. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, you're not going to play bad players or bad teams at this point in the year. It's just not going to happen. Um, and, you know, Dexter's the best nose guard in the NFL. Leonard Williams is a great deep tackle. Um, you know, and we have a really good offensive line, so it's going to be a fun matchup. And, uh, you know, I think – in some ways, you know, you've, you know, if we, I, I feel like if we do our job, we're in a good spot offensively, and uh, that's a comfortable feeling, in my opinion, for for our guys. All right, I need a little more on this uh, dynamic between you and, and Lawrence, because last week he was miked, and apparently he's a talker. They said he has a little sample of what he was saying during the Vikings game. Five six. You gonna take me out? You gonna take me out? You give me more hugs than my girlfriend give me. Come on, man. I know it's hard. You signed up for this. <laughs> Jason, do you when when he's doing that or when somebody on the light is doing that, do you return fire? Do you say stuff back? Uh I mean kind of depends on what I think uh, is, is right in the moment. Um, you know, I, I don't do too much talking. Every once in a while, we'll get into talking. Um, I feel like if the talking, if I feel like the talking helps, I, I do more talking. Okay. And I feel like the talking's not going to help. I'm, I'm just going to go do my job. Uh, but, yeah, Dexter's a funny guy. He said some funny things uh, to, to, against us throughout the years as well. He that certainly seems to be his approach. All right. I, I am not an offensive coordinator, right, Jason? But here's what I do know. Uh, your team is in the top five in your run game, and the Giants are in the bottom five in their run defense. So I would like you to run. Is that logical <laughs> to you? <laughs> it would It would, It would. would seem very logical. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's a lot that goes into that. Um, you know, I think uh, – you know, Wink Martindale is an incredible defensive coordinator. He's been a great D coordinator for a long time in this league. So he's going to have some things dialed up. And uh, you, you got to do what's right on the day that you're playing the game. Um, you know, they they could be dialing up things and making it very difficult to run the football. And if that's the case, uh, I want to throw the football because uh, it's probably wide open. 
I think you really have to try and approach all that stuff um, with how the, the feeling is on field. Uh, you know, what what are the different wrinkles and things that they're doing to try and slow down our attack? And um, and, and where are they weak at? And, and how, how can we attack that? So, um, you know, we, we can run the football, obviously. Uh, we can also throw the football. Uh, you know, we can do a lot of things. Our, our offense is very multiple. And um, so I, I want to do whatever, whatever is in best position to put our team in an opportunity to win the football game is what I want to do. Sounds like a good plan. Uh, what would it mean to you personally to have a long playoff run right now this year? It would be awesome. I mean, uh, you know, you, you want a long playoff run every year. Um, so, obviously, you know, my opportunities are, are becoming limited. Um, so, you know, as with anything, you know, when you're, you're, you're getting towards the end of something, you're, you're – you realize that you know, you're not going to get many more shots at it. So I think uh, that makes it a little bit, uh, you know, the, the sense of urgency is a little bit higher. Um, but, you know, just try and go out there and play the game and all that other stuff will sort itself out. Last question, Jason. If uh, you were to win another one, would it have any bearing on your decision about whether to continue? Uh, probably not. Um, you know, I, all the people I talk to, people that have given me advice is, you know, you'll know when your time's done, and I don't know if that's going to be a determining factor. Um, but I don't know. I'm just kind of, you know, taking it, you know, one year at a time, one day at a time, uh, this season. You know, I really don't try and look long-term in, in regards to that, because I don't know when that's going to come or how that's going to happen. You know, you know, Just try and stay in the moment, enjoy it, have fun with my teammates, be the, the best player I can for them. And, um, you know, no Super Bowl would be great, uh, regardless of whether how many years I got left. Well, I'm just I, – I, we want you to play past Brady's age, if you could, please, Jason. That would be really – uh, so that would be about a 10 or 11 more seasons, right. if you could. But, you know, plan each year as it comes. Jason, nothing but success Saturday night, and thank you for so many great answers to so many questions this season. You've been spectacular. Hey, hey Jason, can, yeah. can you answer this question? Are you What's either at a Waffle House and or a diner right now? <laughs> no. Because he and his brother argued about diners versus Waffle House on the pod. They're spectacular. What is it, the New Heights podcast? (laughs) New Heights podcast, yes, sir. Yesterday. (laughs) It is the best thing on podcasts. He and Travis are spectacular on it. And yesterday, I think they had a poll. Is 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 the Waffle House a diner? Is that what was that it? Oh, that was the one. Yeah. Okay, well that that's the poll. Yeah, that's another thing you're good at, Jason. Podcasts, you and Travis. Good. <laughs> another but locked man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, Angelo. Thanks, Marcus. See you guys. The great Jason Kelsey. And yeah, if you don't feel comfort that that guy's one of your leaders in the locker room, you haven't been pl- paying hmm. attention because so he's phenomenal. Shirley's been here. Yeah, for through this segment. Yeah, and when Jason came on, um. She was like, I, I love that guy. Like she was, you know, let, letting me know. And I'm reading this book, Phil, about Phil Mickelson. By I read Alan it. Shipnick. It's a great it's book. It's a really good book. It's a great right? book. And but it, it lets you know that Phil 
Mickelson is not the, the, the public persona of Phil Mickelson before the live golf tour stuff was different from the private persona. He wasn't a very nice person. Yeah. Jason Kelsey is the anti Mickelson. He is better in person. Wow. Than he is. Yeah. Like like he he sort of reins it in and he's like almost too good to be true. And he's not like a super nice dude. He's like, like yeah. but he's just a totally genuine dude, even yeah. more so in person. It is amazing. Shirley, he's in your top five all time. All time, all time top five Eagles. Jason Kelsey. Yes, I love that man. He's such a leader. Yep. He 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 is Philadelphia. Just and then when you see his family together, him and Travis, it's phenomenal. It's, how can you not love him? Oh, he's. The how best. can you not want them two to be in the Super Bowl together? <laughs> all right, I have to end this love fest now by going to a guy who only calls us Al in annoying moments from Yonkers, Ralph. Hi, Ralph. Ralph. Hey, good morning, Philadelphia. All right, uh, Ralph, uh, Ralph, what do you think Saturday night? Is that the end of the line for your Giants this year? Oh, you know what? First of all, I'll be a Giants fan Saturday. You know I'm a Redskins fan, okay? All right. But listen, Saturday night for the Philly is going to be like Cheech and Chong. The Eagles are going to be up in smoke. It's going to be all over. Oh, Ralph, that is rude. You're not even a Giants fan. Why would you talk that way? Your team's a bunch of losers. You got Wentz as your quarterback. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We beat you the last time. But oh, Tomorrow's going to be your last day, and I wanted to wish you well. All right. <laughs> I just want to wish you the best. All right, Ralph, you're saying this is pretty much the end of the line for me. Is that it? That's all, sir. Last stop, everybody off the bus. <laughs> Get out of here, Ralph. Get out of here. Kathy is up next. Hi, Kath. Hello. How you feeling this morning, Kathy? I'm feeling pretty good, pretty good, Al. I just want to say to you this morning that your morning team is the good. You are the greatest of all time. And it's been a delight. I don't listen all the time, but when I do listen, I make sure I turn on Monday morning to listen to you to get a smile and laughter. Well, yeah, so, you know, hopefully next Monday we'll all be laughing, but I, I never know for sure until the game is played, Kath. You know how that works. I, I, I wanted to say that when we doubt and when we don't have faith, we will lose. Right. All of your fans got to have faith. We can't, we are like underdogs. And the reason why we underdogs is we don't never get respect. In 14 and 3, uh, they don't give our quarterback no respect, nothing. So the thing is, our fans of Philadelphia have to go in like they were like the, like the Phillies. The fans is one of the reasons why the Phillies went that far yeah. in the World Series. So those fans, make sure you get some rest the night before. You come in there like somebody is about to rob your house. And that's the Giants. The Giants is trying to come into your home and steal the title. And you fans, you act like you are the police because you are going to stop them. Now, in any game, it's who is hungry the most. I'm not talking about who got the most runs and who's the best. It's who hungry. Look at Dallas. The kicker missed. Four uh, field goals, and Dallas still won because they was hungry. The Philadelphia Eagles got to come in there like someone is about to rob their house. And the fans, 
you come in there and you scream and holler like you have already won the Super Bowl. The fans, you are the key to the Eagles winning that game. I'm telling you, because you got to be so much energy in there that the Giants, like, wait a minute, they're going to be thrown off. And we got to stop doubting, because if you doubt and you don't believe, you will not win. we got to oh. become one and win this thing all the way. Kat, this is spectacular. I think you have made an amazing appeal to the fans, and your comparison to what those Phillies fans did for the Phillies is perfect. We need that atmosphere in the link Saturday night because it's very intimidating to the opponent. And we got guys who signed this free agents for the Phillies because of the atmosphere they saw. We can do it across the street just as well, if not louder, Kath. And you have said it. I want you at that game. Could you name a contributor to this show? Name me a contributor. Listen, I don't know a contributor, but I know you have contributed many smiles on many many fans' So I don't know. I can't. So I just want your fans, the fans to get they out. Will. If, you, if you even can't get in the stadium, be in your car, blow your horn. Blow you your horn, Al. Al, blow your horn when you get in. Kathy, thank you. I wish Kathy had had somebody. I would have loved her in the Novacare suite. I know it. Suite. I she wanted her there, but yeah. she, she apparently does not listen that often, but really understands Philadelphia sports. Shirley, was that a great appeal to listen, your fan I was, base? I was waiting to you talk to Kathy. You were getting excited. Tell what her did her, you want to say to Listen, Kathy? Listen, Kathy, what you just said, the analogy that you gave ah. out, that they, they coming to try to rob us and we got to stop them. Baby, that's how we feel. And thank you, Kathy, for the, telling us to keep continue to have faith. All right. Lots more of you. Call as we come back. We also have a NovaCare doc on out because I, I want to make sure that Lane Johnson's going to be 100%. He lifted a man up oh, off nice. the ground yesterday. That has to be a good sign. <laughs> We'll find out from a Novacare doctor at 8 o'clock. Mike Sealski, who said, it's a moment of truth mm-hmm. for Nick Sirianni. All coming up next. WIP. <laughs> All right, 7.2. Al, uh, they had some big party here last night. I for saw. That, that whole crew, the whole new uh, WIP lineup. Nice. Were you hot? Were you invited? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I wasn't it, invited. It was it was in your uh, Odyssey email. Oh, yeah. Right, you, you were invited? Tag, I was not invited. Yeah, it was probably in uh, your Odyssey email. <laughs> no, I believe uh, they've already turned the page on me. Yep. I'm over. I I'm think... yesterday's news. Oh, stop. Oh, no, you I'm... got another week. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you making your prediction on Saturday night's game right no, now? No, no, I think they'll win that game. You do? Yeah. Then I'm... I got two more weeks. I'm torn, but. Right, you got two more weeks out. Aren't you oh. planning out your schedule? I have a game tonight. I have a game Saturday night, too, against uh, the Red Wings. You're going to see Al here and there. Uh, you are going to be distracted watching the Eagles game. That is an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Because How are you jo- doing that? Well, it, because we're right there. Yeah. I mean, Jaws and... You're uh, right with all the football analysts. It is amazing because to, 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 to... Is it 1, is it 1 p.m. now? Is that, did they change no, the game No, no. They're playing at 7. It's head-to-head. 7. Oh. Seven and eight fifteen. Yeah. It'll be the second period of the Flyers it's when wild. the Eagles are playing across the street. And la- last week, Ashlyn has just come from Jacksonville. Yeah, and so she's obviously even falling. Yeah, and we were killing her over. They were getting trashed. Like, oh, gonna take that, that quarterback in and shave his head at halftime. He's but so then, bad. And then he but comes then on back. the air, Al, yeah. serious hockey analysis. Oh, absolutely. They have me and Jonesy. That's... By the way, Jonesy should be your winner of the week. Winner of the week. What did he do? 
So the last time they played the Ducks, the Flyers, I predicted that, you know, Faraby was going to score a goal, and he did. Nobody yeah. ever does this. I mean, I didn't know you're not supposed to do this, and it All happened. Right. Okay. So now they play the Ducks again, and before the game, we challenged Jonesy. Yeah, go ahead. Go out and eliminate. And he names Kevin Hayes, who got a hat trick. Wow. No. <laughs> Jonesy, yes. that's the blind squirrel oh, finding an acorn. And then Jody was really modest oh, about it. Modest. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'll bet he was oh, modest. Was oh, my God. Oh, JJ says the first time he ever rooted against the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to football. Back to football. Ava, you stay right there. I got a doctor. Yes. Right? I don't oh. keep doctors oh. waiting. No, they're busy. Because the Novacare doctors don't keep us waiting. No. Rhea, get on this fine physician. Dr. Adam. Lions, sports and orthopedic medicine specialist with Stoll Medical Group in Philadelphia. Does knees, shoulders, elbow, ankle, concussion, stem cell therapy. Massive Eagles fan. He's actually been a team doctor for the Eagles and Flyers. For more info about Dr. Lyons, go to AdvocareStollMedicalGroup.com. Dr. Lyons, welcome to our show. How are you today? Doing well. Excited for the weekend. All right. Let's analyze two injured Eagles that we need at 100% for Saturday night. Jalen Hurts, shoulder strain five weeks ago, missed two games, did play the Giants game. Now in practice, it does appear he's still favoring the arm somewhat when he lands on the ground. Doc, analyze what you're seeing right now from uh, Jalen Hurts. So Jalen has a shoulder separation or a, basically a shoulder, an AC joint strain. Comes in one of six flavors. Six is the worst, one's the, one's the least bad. He's got a between a one and a two. So structurally, things look good. Uh, for the only unfortunate part of this is it tends to be a nagging injury. Mm. So for the average person, six to 12 weeks till they're back to full recovery. Now, the truth is, you know, this is just more of a pain tolerance type thing. There's nothing that should limit his ability to throw or play. The mechanism for this injury is, is falling directly on the shoulder. So you'll see him at practice sort of avoiding that direct fall on the shoulder because there's no reason to you know, put undue trauma on the shoulder if you don't need to. But when the, when the whistle starts, when the whistle blows and the game starts, I expect him to be playing at 100% and nice. hopefully leads us to a W. All right. The other one we're concerned about is Lane Johnson. Now, this video of him, we know he has uh, an abdominal injury. We know that. We don't know. Sounds kind of like a sports hernia. And we do have video now of him, Doc, lifting off the ground Josh Sills yesterday at practice. He's 325 pounds. Does that indicate to you he's feeling no pain, Lane? Is Lane okay now? No. So this is this is one we actually have to take pretty seriously and watch. So so what you're saying is all correct. So sports hernia, uh, um, adductor strain, core muscle injury—they're all the same diagnosis, said differently. So what happens is with certain movements, not common movements, especially for linemen, but certain movements, you can get pretty bad pain there. Mm. So pushing, pulling, some lateral movements—he'll be fine. And Again, lifting a 300-pound guy doesn't hurt him, and that's not going to hurt him. But there's particular movements of the hip and the sort of the core region uh, that can really cause pain. The the nice thing is that, you know, the world's foremost expert on sports hernia and uh, adductor injuries is Dr. Meyer over at Vincera, and he, you know, I think it's public knowledge that Lane had his appointment with him. Ah. So the deal with these is 50% of the time, give or take, they get better in four to six weeks with a high rate of reoccurrence. And after surgery, it's about 90-plus percent that the player comes back to their pre-injury level. So long-term, I'm not worried about Lane. He's going he's gonna to be fine. He's going to be his great all-pro level. In the short term, he should be fine. But this is something that can nag. This is something that the wrong movement, the wrong tackle, the wrong time getting hit can really cause him injury. And it won't cause structural damage because in the surgery, 
you actually cut the muscle anyway. But from a short-term perspective, uh, if he gets if he gets hit the wrong way, you know, it's something that does need to be watched and can cause some missed some missed time. So I'm optimistic. I love I love what I'm seeing from him, but at the same time, it is something I watch cautiously. Doc, uh, good luck. Your prognosis for Sunday on the uh, Saturday. Saturday night are the Eagles going to win, Doctor Lyons? They're going to win and embarrass the Cowboys. That's All right, and will you be in the Nova Care Suite watching it? I'll be there watching. Perfect. Okay, nice. good. Doctor, thank you very much. Somebody's going to be with Dr. Lyons. We're still looking for the best contributors to our show over the last 33 years. I've already told you, Ray Dittage and Tom Brookshire are not contributors. They are main people. Marcus Hayes is in play. Meryl Reese, Billy King. I need a lot more. Not a single caller has been named yet, and you know how much I love these callers. All right, Ava Graham, question of the day. All right, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. It's Chevy Equinox, which means January has huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Which playoff team has the advantage in coaching on Saturday night? 72% Eagles. I don't think so. Hmm. That's not to come on. Brian Dayball has been sensational this year. But first time in, though. Wink Martindale. Hello? Uh, Hey, Jonathan. Who would you rather have, Wink Martindale or Jonathan Gannon? Well, I guess ask me Sunday. No, I'm telling you now, (laughs) Wink is better. I don't know. Marcus, tell him, is Wink better? No. Uh, okay. Why don't we bring Marcus in? Just to disagree with me on that? To annoy you. But you, 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 you. Wink Martindale was with the Ravens. They had sensational defense. What the hell has Gannon done? He has the number two defense in the NFL, and he's going to be a head coach next year. Stats don't impress me. Oh, really? Except when you use them. Juan's on. <laughs> I thought you were going to get me. Juan, yeah, she comes and gets me. me. She zings me. Juan's here. You waited to ding him. Juan's here from Sharon Hill. What do you got for me, Juan? Good morning, everyone. What do you think, Juan? We got a big one in two days. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one, but uh, people seem to forget that we uh, – we put a spanking on them up up in New York in uh, their house and have practically our own home game. Yeah, and I am thrilled that the same official, the same ref, will be doing this game, Cleet Blakeman, who did that game. That can't hurt. With 13-1 with Cleet, <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> Cleet's our man. I do like Cleet. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well, give me a contribute. Let's get you in this box. What do you got? I, uh, I've always enjoyed Kenny from the 30-30. You know what? Uh, isn't that beautiful? That's excellent. That is, is good. Uh, Kenny, for the dirt, he's right here. He's here. And, and uh, yes, we will accept that one. And Kenny, did you have something you wanted to say? Do you accept his nomination? I really, really appreciate that. And everybody that comes up to me and says they enjoy my work, I appreciate all of you. It's thanks to Angelo. All right. Well, what did you – there's something else you said you needed to say today, Kenny? Well, Shirley and I um, yes. helped organize the caller ambush we had with you this morning. And yeah. one thing we did <laughs> – I want you to proudly display this in your basement. I will. The machine. Here's a signed football from all of your cars. Oh, with the Eagles great logo. is this? The, oh, my God. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's wow. all of the main people from Jason. the Dirty 30. Kenny Rocco. and Simon and John. Uh, uh, Jay, that must be Jason. Yeah, it's Jason. Old. Yeah. It's all, it says Captain on it. It says Captain. Thank you, guys. Oh, that's very nice. You know nice what, Angelo? Here. I didn't get a chance to. to no, you are cited this before you no, leave. No, I, I did that, but I just want to thank you, not just from me, but from beloved St. John, as I'll say, Bedazzle St. John. And Bedazzle St. John. <laughs> thank you. I'm Pastor Lupton and everyone that's just listening 
to you and you know we all wish you the best and just love you thank you for everything well right back at you kids eddie bruce is on the line all he is al is a top level entertainer Mm -hmm. hi eddie good morning morning team hello dirty sturdy and surely i never had the pleasure to meet you guys but you're the best Thank you. Hey, Eddie, um, Eddie, somebody just called and said we need the atmosphere in these Eagle games that the Phillies had in the playoffs. You're a huge Phillies guy. You think that helps? Is that what we're going to need Saturday night? It's exactly right. Absolutely. And it's going to happen. And you know what? You know what? i got to just tell you something, though. How funny is it that the irony of me calling uh, Dr. Lyons is my doctor. No. <laughs> following Adam Lyons, he's the best. He really is the best. That's awesome. So that's cracked me up. I know. I know. I heard his voice. Was, oh, my God. When I pulled my hamstring, he saved my life. Anyway, you know, I was thinking about the irony and, and the beauty of this year for you, my friend, because... I know you had eyes to retire last year. Yes, I did. And and you would have retired after the Phillies again missed the playoffs by a game. The Eagles bomb out against the Bucks, And you took one more year and look at the standoff you're getting. The Eagles, the Phillies two games from winning a World Series. The Eagles two games from, from the Super Bowl. And that's what you deserve, to go out on that kind of a rocket ship, man. And I'm just so happy for you that this is your send-off. Eddie, I, I would have gone insane this year if I did not have a mic in front of me for these great seasons the Phillies and the Eagles gave me. You're 100% oh, no, right. No, no, no doubt. No doubt. Listen, I would have, have been hard to live with, Al. Harder. My wife oh, would have been harder. <laughs> thank God, Eddie. Thank God. Next year can't be this great. And I'll be going, thank God I wasn't here. All I'd be doing is bitching. People don't want to hear that in this city. <laughs> Listen, Ange, I have never thrown my hat in the ring for a prize on this show. Ever. Yes, let's do it. You're Will you're you eligible. Allow me to do that today because I haven't nope. been to an Eagles game in about ten years, and nope. I go to the box with my with Rhea and my doctor. You're Maybe. eligible. Who is who is the contributor you would like to name? He's the person that gave you and me some of the greatest radio moments of your entire run at WIP, and that's the Poobah himself, Stan Hockman. Stan Hockman Ooh. is a great one. The Pooba. Great job there, Eddie. Stay right there. Glenn's up next from Center City. Glenn, who do you have? I have Hollis Thomas and his mother, Carol. Oh, I, <laughs> I love his Caroline. I love yes. Hollis she, and his she mom. Can't stand, she can't stand anything. She said his bad ass a liar. <laughs> Almost fell that road when she said that. I love Hollis. I still talk to him all the time. He is just... You want to talk about genuine people, right? Isn't he the same way, Marcus? You, do you remember the story of him sending videotape of pulling the bleachers out at his small college? He he would he pulled the bleachers wow. out. He remembers this. He pulled the bleachers out by himself to uh, just d- demonstrate his strength. Wow! And sent it to uh, NFL coaches and general managers to say, "I belong in the NFL." And, you know, a year later, there he was. Hollis is one of my favorite people in the whole world, Glenn. That's a great one. What do you think, Saturday night? Are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. It's going to be a 24-17 bird. Look at the pick of the backdoor. All right, you got a bad sell. I'm just going to put you on hold because Hollis has to be under consideration here. What time will you get to the game, Kenny, on Saturday? I'll probably get there around noon, but our tailgate will be set up at 7 a.m. 
7 a.m. for an 8.15 at night game. 7 a.m. for a 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Uh, is the atmosphere different in a night game than a day game? Because the people have been drinking longer. <laughs> Worst mistake the NFL could make. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You know what? That's going. Uh, all that's going to do is help.